Hello and welcome to the Wake Up and Live podcast with Chantelle Simone. I am so happy that you're here and you're here for a reason. This podcast was created to shift perspectives, shift our mindset so we can truly wake up and start to live life by design and on purpose. You will hear powerful messages and interviews all around purpose, identity, and truth. So be a blessing to others and share these messages. Subscribe and follow this podcast as well as comment so that we can keep these conversations going. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this next episode. Welcome to the Wake Up and Live show. I'm your host, Chantelle Simone, and it's absolutely a pleasure to be here today. If it's the very first time that you're joining the show, the show truly stands for three key things, purpose, mind mastery, and truth. So here's where I'll be bringing you different topics on a daily basis. We're here every weekday from 9.30 a.m. to, uh, which is Pacific Standard Time, which is also 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you're catching us on the podcast, it's so awesome to, to have you join us. Now, here's the thing. Today's topic, I'm going to ask you guys straight up. We're going to get right into it. You guys should know me, my dad, Chantal Simone, mindologist, here to help overcome uh, battles and challenges together mentally so that we can go live our best life. So I'm going to ask you guys, if you're going through a challenge, if you need help in a business, if you need progression, if you're going through mental uh, like depression or any other mental challenge or limitation. I'm going to ask you guys right up front, and I want you guys to start typing as I say hello to Amanda. Hey, Miss Traveling Mahogany. Hello, Lester, all of our friends on Facebook and Instagram. Tell me, why don't people ask for help? What do you think? What are your thoughts? Why don't people ask? help. That's today's topic on the Wake Up and Live show. It is Wonder Wednesday. So every Wednesday, we're going to wonder why something about life. And today's wonder is why don't people ask for help? One of the main things that I've learned, and I'm going to share my personal story because I get it. I resonate with this. So I want to see what everybody else's opinion, um, what they are. Because for me, I grew up very independent. I grew up being an independent woman, not depending on a system, not depending on a government, not depending on an organization, not depending on a man to get what I want in life that I would just go and do and achieve in my own strength, not even depending on God. Like I, I, I knew of depending on God, but I really didn't. I was doing it in my own strength. And so there was times where I just gave in and be like, God, you know, when we say, Jesus, take the wheel, you know, there's those times, but typically on a daily basis, I was doing it in my own strength. And the main thing is, is the question is when I needed help, I didn't always ask. I had this, I got this attitude. I got this mentality. I'm going to figure it out. So I'm asking you guys today, and I want your feedback today. Why do you think, please type it in the chat, whether you're on Facebook or Instagram, why do people not ask for help? Because we all need help at some point. That's why I played today's song was Lean On Me, because we all need to lean on somebody at some point in our lives. But why don't we do it? Why don't we do it? Why don't we 
ask for help. Now, I want to bring you to um, a stat. So there's, you guys obviously know that we work in the field of mental health, um, that I have been working with people who have different mental health challenges. And this Mindset Gym and my Clear the Crap program, the Truth About You Transformational pro online program, Ignite Your Life, three-month business accelerator program. So I have these different programs. And they're all getting to the core of who you are, truly are, and what you're designed to do so you can actually live on purpose. But one of the biggest challenges that gets in the way always, regardless, is all about what we're thinking. If I go to the Mental Health uh, Foundation, it's called WHO, World um, Health Organization. This is what they state about mental health, which is pretty, pretty interesting. Mental disorders affect one in four people. One in four people in the world are affected by a mental or neurological disorder at some point in their lives. So even if we strip out just seeking help with groceries or seeking help with business or seeking help financially, even we strip those out and we go just strictly to our mental health. It states that nearly two thirds of people with a known mental disorder never seek assistance from a professional. Two thirds, that's the majority. So why don't we seek help? This is the main question today, and I want you guys to answer that question. I would love feedback. I would love your input, so let's have a conversation together. Why don't people actually seek help? Why don't we ask for help when we need it? If you know you have a challenge, and if you know you raise your hand and you can find the solution, why wouldn't we open our mouths? That's the main thing. We A few episodes ago, we talked about seeking, like who we were paying attention to and seeking godly counsel. And we read scripture after scripture after scripture from the great book of wisdom of why we should seek counsel. It talked about seeking counsel. Um, a, a wise man has many advisors, but a fool has none. So if that's the case, then what is it, guys? What stops us? So going back to my story, I know um, just with me being an independent person, my, one of the things that slowed me down from asking for help was the fact that I was like, I had this, I got this mentality. I got this attitude. Anytime somebody even attempted, even without me asking to do something for me, I was like, no, I got this. And women, especially black women, women in my culture, we have this attitude because we've been, that's because of our history. So we have this mentality that we, we got to be strong. We got to be strong. We got to, we got to keep pushing. We got to brush things off and keep moving, turn the page, keep going. We have this, I got this mentality. But as we continue to move and push things under the rug, under the rug, under the rug, the stuff under the rug is going to pile up so high that we actually start to run into it. And we run into it, and what that looks like is depression. What that looks like is anxiety. What that looks like is burnout. How many people had corporate burnout? How many people had burnout with their children? How many people have burnout with their husbands? They're tired of trying to come to a, a, a common ground. 
Why don't we seek help? One of the key things that I've heard in a lot of relationships, and as you guys know, I've, I'm uh, affiliated with the Red Table Talk, and a lot of the talks at the table with Jada Pinkett Smith and her family and her guests that come on the show was families that really, when they, they go through stuff, but they don't want to seek therapy. Even Common, he's a, he's a well-known rapper. I love Common. He's so conscious, which is really awesome. Um, he's been in the game for a long time. You can look him up. Even Common turned around to the camera when he was at the red table and said, we need therapy. Seek therapy when you need it. Lady Gaga was caught on, on, a, on a tour that uh, Oprah was having, the Oprah 2020 tour. Lady Gaga was interviewed and she said, one, and, and, and Oprah asked her what keeps her going. Her first response was you guys, which was the audience. Her second response was Oprah, people like Oprah. Her third response was medication. Seeking help is what she's saying. Seeking help from a professional. And then she went in to exhort to the audience that we need to be able to seek help. So I want to know from you guys, real talk, why don't we seek help? Why don't we seek help? What is it? And I'm going to go to some of the commentary. Thank you guys so much. Why don't people ask for help? Fear of what others think. So awesome. Thank you so much. So the judgment behind it. See, if, if you knew that your neighbor was going through the exact same verbally abusive situation as you, would you be embarrassed to speak up? Or would you say, oh my gosh, you're going through it too. How do you get through? What does it look like for you? See, part of the fear of whatever other people think, we don't realize that everybody goes through something anyway. We all have our challenges. And you know what hit me, when that hit me, is um, when people talk about finances. Because it doesn't matter if you're in the lower income bracket, the middle income bracket, or the higher income bracket. Financial challenges are across the board. The average multimillionaire goes bankrupt seven times. So when I hang out with people from a lower income bracket and they're talking about money, they just have a different energy to it, a, 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 a drawing energy. And then I talk with my successful, uber successful friends who have, who have tons of, you know, at a higher income bracket and they're just talking about, okay, I need capital. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do, and they're more thinking about how they're going to get it. But at the same, but at the same time, they're going through the same thing. There's so many people that are driving the cars, living in the big houses and the mansions and the bling bling that are, that, that are struggling to make, to make ends meet. So that's what hit me one day is that we're all go through the same challenges. We just think that it's, we're isolated and that it's just us. So then yes, we have the fear of what other people think because we don't realize they're going through it as well. So the question is, how do we revert that? Let's go to some more comments. Thank you so much. Embarrassment, yes. We don't seek help because we think we're, we're embarrassed because why? Because again, we think we're alone. Would you be embarrassed to raise your hand and say, you know what? I've been like, I've been super depressed for 15 years. I go to work, I put on a happy face and I do my stuff. But when I come home, I sob, I hate my life. I think about this. 
do you, if you were to realize there's at least 15 people within a three meter radius that is going through the same thing as you, would you be embarrassed to talk about it? That's the key question. If we realize that we're not alone, would we be embarrassed? Would we be fearful to talk about it? Sometimes people don't even realize they need help. Now that's a real talk. That's real talk. Even in when we went to the stat of the Mental Health uh, Foundation, they talked about two thirds of people with a known mental disorder. What about all the people who, who don't know? So this is why, you know, look at the personal development industry. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. And one of the benefits of it is that people can actually hire a coach one-on-one -on, -one on the phone. Um, I, as you guys know, I have a program where it's just online. You know, you can join the community and contribute an ad and talk because you can feel safe that the community is going through same or similar things as you, so what you share yours, you're actually an inspiration. If I may today shift your thinking for those of you who are embarrassed or those of you who, who do have fear to speak up, if you shift your thinking, you're actually an inspiration. Your story from where you are, raising your hand, seeking help and succeeding that's where your triumph is. That's where Oprah said she used to be raped and this, and she went through all this stuff. She sought help, she got better, and now she owns her own TV show and, and a ton of other stuff, and is a multi-billionaire. When Tyler Perry talks about being homeless, he had to raise his hand and say, I've got a place to stay. Sometimes it's actually humbling to admit. Sometimes it's ego. And I'm gonna say it's more than sometimes, <laughs> if you get my drift. It's ego-driven. We don't want our ego to be hit, to be hit or to be hurt. So we, we stay in a shell, but if we look at the opportunity cost, what is it costing you to stay where you are? Now this may be for you, it may be for a friend, it may be someone in your home. What is it costing you? And how long have you been there? I know people that have been depressed for over two years, for over four years, for over eight years, living functionally depressed. Too shy to be like, I need help. I want to speak to someone. You know, when I was working a business, it was like boot camp. And, and the, the leader of the business was like a military drill sergeant. And he always used to say, what are you willing to give up to get what you want? He was like E.T. Thomas, uh, if you guys know, he's a motivational speaker. So, and that's the same thing. What are you willing to give up to get what you want? Are you willing to give up your ego, your pride of feeling embarrassed? Again, that's a, a little shift. People think feeling embarrassed is like a, a shy thing. It's an ego thing. It's a pride thing. Are we willing to give that up to be able to get to a solution. If somebody gave you a map to a treasure chest, they gave you the navigation, they say, here it is, go, go find it. And you did everything you need to do and you got to one point where you had to jump over a bridge, a, a lake, pardon me, or a river. And once you jump over, the pot of gold is sitting right there. Everything that you ever wanted 
your life, your, 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 your happiness, your wealth, your health is on the other side of the riverbank. All you have to do is cross the river, but your fear, there's a fear of water. What do you do? Do you know most people would allow their fear to take over and not cross that river? But the thing is not crossing that river, you're actually met with all the snakes that are coming your way. So you can sit there and live with snakes and be eaten and tortured alive. Or you can overcome your fear, raise your hand, jump, know that many people have crossed that path and succeeded. So you can too, to get to the other side. And then you have your happiness, your wealth, your health. Most people will stick with the snakes. Let's see some more comments. Thank you guys so much. Sometimes um, it's a part of the pretense of knowing everything. Oh, when you feel you got this, right? So if you're just joining us, welcome. Today is Wonder Wednesday on the Wake Up and Live show. And we are talking about why people don't seek help. Because this is a real thing. Most people, majority of people, according to the World Health Report, two thirds of people with a known mental illness disorder don't seek professional help. Can you imagine everything else? So we're talking about it. And I want you to, if you're just joining us, type hello, Aaron, good morning, Terry, Jada, thank you guys for your comments. Um, I'm gonna switch to uh, uh, Instagram shortly. Hey, Mr. Nathan, how are you? Hey, James, welcome, welcome. So we're asking the question, why don't people seek help? Because we all go through abusive relationships. We all go through mental challenges. We all go through hurdles, obstacles, being fired, losing a home, losing a loved one. The world just lost Kobe. Some people are taking it really hard. Some people felt really, really connected to Kobe. Some people knew him really well. I'm in LA, so I meet a lot of people that knew him personally and they're taking it really rough. And what do we do when we hit the rough patch in life? When we, cause I'm gonna tell you something from a coaching perspective now. So I'm gonna wear my coaching hat, my neuro-linguistic uh, background. We would tell our clients this one thing when they would sit down, come to us, obviously they're coming to us, I'm a coach, right? So for those of you who do raise your hand and do call a number, who do book an appointment, who do you know, reach out to do something, so you're the ones, first of all, to make that action, which we talked about, I believe it was yesterday, you must act. When, when, when they say when ish hits the fan, you have a choice. Do you live in the crap or do you do something about it? So doing something about it is the action. Calling for help, booking an appointment, etc. So when people would book an appointment with me and I would sit down and we'd have an intake session. And, and a lot of times I'd be like, okay, well, what's the challenge? We go through it, da, 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 da. And some people would, used to think that they knew the answer. Oh, well, you know, it was my mom. She used to say this, da, 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 da. Or, oh, you know, this, this job. And they would, let me tell you something. If you can name it, that ain't it. If you can name it, that ain't it. That's why you need a coach. We, we need to lean on each other like we played in the beginning of, this, of the show. We need support. We're meant to interconnect. We're meant to support each other. You just have to find the right support. And let me tell you, that's the important part. But we're meant to have the support. So why don't we seek help? If you're just joining us, please answer that question. Why don't we seek help? So the main thing is, so if you name it, that ain't it. 
So what that means is your the challenge is so unconscious, embedded in your body that your your unco- your conscious mind won't be able to articulate. You may get close, but it would always be a symptom and not the root. And which would you prefer? To solve a problem on a symptom or solve a problem on the root? If you're cutting down a tree, what would be more successful? Cutting down each branch, each stick, each leaf, each stem, which represents symptoms, or hitting the bark? Now, it may take more effort. It may take more time. It may take some time to drill down and, and really understand what that root is. But if you chip away and chip away at the same spot and chip away and chip away and stay focused and chip away and chip away, you'll tumble that tree down. And then you don't even have to worry about the stems or the leaves. And they're, they're non-existent now. But if you cut off a stem, another stem will grow or there's other stems to cut off. That's why you've got to get to the root. And that's why we need assistance because we're not here to do it alone, right? So let's keep going. So why do people, why don't people ask for help? Also, some people don't want to ask for help so that they don't have to owe that person back. Ooh, now that's interesting. So now it's like, oh, I don't want them to have one up on me, right? Especially if it's not a, well, a professional wouldn't necessarily do that, but maybe a friend or family. Um, you don't want people to know your business, right? So you don't, oh, in, in, in my culture, we were raised, uh, you know, you don't talk your business. In other cultures, that's all they do. I mean, sometimes I meet a stoplight and I meet someone and they, they just tell me their whole life story. I'm like, okay, well, it's great to know you. What's your name again? <laughs> you know, but in my culture, we don't do that. We're taught to be tight-lipped, but stays, what goes on in the home stays in the home, right? So we're actually conditioned not to share that's another thing we're conditioned not to speak up in some cultures i know asian cultures as well very very tight-lipped but in ai for those of you know i used to live in japan i was in japan for a year and a half and i lived in the countryside okay there was no other person that looked like me they used to touch my skin think it will rub off on their hand okay and when i was in japan i got to experience their culture and realize how submissive the women were and they kept, you know, the men would be off doing what they do. They work hard. They work long hours. Sometimes they work long hours and they get extended and have other women or men participate in beer and, and all this sort of stuff to close business deals in it. You know, that's how it goes. And the women would know, but they wouldn't be able to say anything because they have such a submissive culture. And so what would end up happening is just one day the women would snap. And this is where you hear such crazy, gruesome murders in the family. We hear wives chopping up their husbands, putting them in the bathtub with sand and leaving them there like it's nothing. We, I, I heard of a story when I was there specifically, a wife chopped up her husband and took his head and rolled his head down the streets of Tokyo. You see, when you keep all this stuff bottled in and we don't seek help, it starts to deteriorate. We talked yesterday, yesterday about our bodies, that our body's a metaphor. It will show up in our bodies. It'll show up in our stress until we can't take it. We do something crazy. We burst. We lose it. We've had children kill their parents. Just, why don't we stop and seek help? The earlier we're able to address it, just like cancer, the faster you can address it, the faster you can recover from it. 
if you're in stage four or five or six or seven, it's harder to recover when you're just starting to get the initial symptom. So logically, it makes sense. We know we seek help, we get the solution, we live a happy life. But why don't we seek help? So let's go to um, a lot of times it's our habits, why we don't seek help. Conditioning, wow, wow, I hear, okay, awesome stuff. It's just like the same, one of my, my favorite sayings, we were born to win because we came on this earth pure, God made us innocent, we, were, we came with a vision, a mission, and a purpose, and we were introduced to fear, to anxiety, to depression, to, to anger, to sadness, to guilt, to hurt. We were introduced to abuse. We were introduced to keeping silence. So we're conditioned to fail. It's a conditioning why we don't seek help. And then we think it's us. We have to fight through our conditioning. In, my, in the podcast, uh, season one, one of the episodes, and I think it was one of the most listened to episodes was called, We Have to Fight. We have to combat the conditioning that we have from our cultures, from, our, from the TV, from our family, from our homes. We have to combat it and do what we know makes sense. Come on, it makes sense. If I have a challenge and I go to somebody and they can help me get to the solution, that I would do that. So why is it that two-thirds of the people who have mental disorders don't even seek professional help? Right? Let me switch to Instagram before we wrap up today. Thank you guys so much for all the love and the hearts and the likes. I appreciate it. I feel it. I feel the, the warmth and connection. I love you guys. Um, sometimes we are oversure of ourselves. If one reason we don't seek help, that's one reason we don't, we're oversure of ourselves. So we think that we, I think that goes in with the we got this mentality, right? Oversure. No, 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 no. I know what to do. I know what to do. Right? We do. Okay, look, I'm just going to do this, this, and this, and it's going to be fine. I got this. How has that been working for you? Because you can lie to yourself as much as you like. But one of my other sayings is, is you got to get real with self. Because lying to yourself, it doesn't do you any good. And we're more transparent than we think we are, so people can probably pick up that you're lying to yourself or lying to them. They may think it's them, but it's really you. So we got to really start to ask ourselves, in what ways do we need help? And in what avenues can I go to actually seek the solution? That's what I'm encouraging you to think about today. Um, too prideful. You got it. We talked about pride. Yes, Instagram. Remember, you guys posted. That's it. Too prideful. Um, happiness is the ultimate objective says James. Thank you so much, James. Yeah, happiness is the ultimate objective. So what are we willing to do to get our happiness? That's the question. What are we willing to do to put that smile on our face? For those of you spiritual folks, you know you, you can deep dive in and, and find your victory and your glory and everything through God. But what are you willing to do to build that relationship with God? Oh, I know I should pray, but Oh, I know I should go to church, but I'm tired today. Oh, I know that I should read the scriptures because it's so good and full of wisdom, but I fall asleep every time I do. It's a mindset. It's a mindset to actually do what you need to do. It's a mindset. Let's see. A lot of the times it's our habits. Yes, we talked about habits. Thank you so much. 
um, and reasons why we don't ask for help. So awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. So if you have any other comments or questions, we're just chiming in why I'm asking you. Hi, Sarah, great morning. Uh, hey, Ricky, great morning. We're just talking about um, why we don't seek help and what we can do about it. So I'm asking you guys, why don't people seek help? So one of the major feedback, I think we can wrap, uh, summarize it, I love it. Do what makes sense. If you need help, ask for it. Yes. And you know, it's, it's really simple. When you really look at it, it's not rocket science. It's not, a, oh my gosh, that was an amazing solution. We know what we need to do. We actually always know what we need to do. It's just, what are we willing to do? Are we willing to swallow that pride and walk through the doors of an AA meeting or swallow that pride and walk through the doors of anger management or swallow that pride and walk through the doors of a therapist? Most, oh my gosh, if I, I could share the amount of people that I know that, and I mean, I recommend the right therapy um, because there's a lot of different varieties out there. Um, and I'm happy to give insight. If anybody wants, you can message me and I can give you a little further insight on what exactly specifically I mean by that. But at the end of the day, even walking through any type of therapy, going through any type of therapy, couples that are arguing on a daily basis, that usually it's the woman say, you know what, let's go seek help. And the man, what's he going to say? I don't want to know. I'm not going to see no therapist. Okay. So you want to argue every day. Oh, you, oh, you enjoy that or, oh, oh, okay. You want to, you want to stay here. Hmm. Interesting. That's pretty much what you're choosing. No, I like to live in my ish. So I'm going to stay here. I don't want help. I don't need it. Right. We don't ask for help because we don't want to owe somebody in the future. Yes, exactly. So, you know, we don't want one up, somebody one up on us. We don't want to owe anybody. What I've learned is the law of reciprocity. And sometimes it's a give and take, it's ebb and flow. You know, it's yin and yang. It comes and it goes. We talk about it, we say it all the time. It's the, it's infinity circle. You know, that's what life is about. We're at the point of life is actually to help people. Like that's why we're here. <laughs> that's why you're here. In your job, in your business, in your nine to five, in your corporate life, in your entrepreneurial ventures, are you helping somebody? Are you giving them something that they could use? I have some educators online. Are you at school? Are you teaching people something? Is that beneficial to them? Are you helping them? If they have a problem, they come to you. Do you answer or do you shut the door and say, that's not my problem? If you're in corporate, are you providing your clients with the service that's going to help them? Do you understand that we're meant to help people? That's the design. Do you understand that your purpose, when we talk about purpose, purpose, my mastery and truth, when we talk about purpose, the purpose is your solution. Your solution that you carry. When we talk about you gotta give birth to your dream. You gotta, when you're giving birth to your dream, it's for other people. I don't know where we decided that all this is about us. Your, as a matter of fact, your liberation of your problem is for other people so that you can get to helping and serving the people you're meant to serve. So by staying in your funk, you're actually limiting yourself from helping other people, which is even more selfish. I could not show up every day online. I have, you know, I have to thought catch. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't, 
I don't have millions of viewers. I'm just here. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's impacting people. You know, I, I get these thoughts as well. Of course, I've learned to overcome and challenge, and I still show up here with you guys. Doesn't matter if there's two, five, ten people watching on whatever platform. I'm here because this is part of my solution. If I didn't turn this on, and I could turn this on and make a difference in somebody's day moment, somebody that shares it, and they're like, I never heard of this girl, but I love that what she said, whatever, that's selfish on me. So by staying stuck in our problem, it actually is a self-centered, selfish act. Now that hit me hard because I wanna help people. And then I realized that me being selfish and sticking in my own mess is, 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 is not, that hit me hard. So if you're just joining us, we're just wrapping up the Wake Up and Live show. Today's topic was why we don't seek help. And a lot of it came from pride was the answer. One of the top answers was from pride. We don't wanna owe anybody. We don't know that we need help. Um, we feel that we got it on ourselves. We're embarrassed the fear of people judging us and laughing at us. Good morning, Carl from um, uh, St. Martin. How are you? It's been a long time, my friend. Hope you're doing amazing. So we're talking about the different reasons why we don't, we, we, we stay stuck. Some people are in denial, Terry says. They will not face the signs of needing help. Exactly. So today I urge each and every one of us as we listen, because as I talk, I'm listening to myself and taking my own advice, you know? Because at the end of the day, you want to continue to impact and continue to grow. So as you listen for you and for others, be that voice of reason in somebody's life and it may be your own. Let them know, ask them, you know what? Is there a challenge in your life that you know you're going through but you're just not seeking help for? Ask them. It may be a spouse. It may be a, 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 a child. We all need help we're all going through something the question is what are you willing to do to get to the problem so you can be happy healthy wealthy you know life is a is a journey it's a journey and and how far along your predestined journey are you are you closer to the beginning or are you closer to the end and my last thought we talked about kobe bryant um a prophet Lovi, as you guys know, is an amazing man of God. I, I so love his teachings. And he talked, he was talking about uh, Kobe Bryant yesterday. And he was basically saying it was his time. It was his time. God took him because it was his time. Why that he now Kobe is known, especially here in LA, to be taking the helicopter everywhere. He that's how he travels. He probably travels more in helicopters than he does in the car. And so why that time? Why fire? Why went with his daughter? Why, 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 why? It was his time. It was their time. And it's painful for all those left behind, but the thing is he fulfilled this purpose. Kobe had a relentless pursuit for excellence, for his life, to get that goal, to live happy, healthy, wealthy. He started foundations, he created apps, he did so many things post his, his, his retirement in his last two years, I think it was, because he went on that journey. How many times did Kobe have to raise his hand and say, I need help to get through? He did. There was an interview of him when he was talking about Jesus and he was, they were saying, oh, what's your take on God and whatnot? He goes, listen, when you don't have it in your own strength and then you see Jesus come 
and pick up your cross, pick you up and cross you over to the finish line, that's how you know that there's a God. That's how you know that there's deliverance. And that's how we can know. We don't need to rely on our own strength. So ego, out the door. It's not about us. Everything in this life is not about us. It's about others. So the more we put us, the more we limit us. And the more we're limiting, the more we're limiting our lives. So I pray this has been a blessing to you guys. I'm good and I'm enjoying your talks, says Carl's. I can definitely relate to the fear of speaking up for help. I'm working on it. You know what? I'm so thank you, Carl, for that. And this is a great final note. I want to encourage each and every one of you guys to do this, to make a decision today. Um, oh, there's more on Instagram. Hold on. Before I get there, I just want to, oh, thank you for a societal conditioning. Yes, you are impacting. Thank you. That's so awesome. I, I honor that. Thank you so much. So societal conditioning, fear, these are what it is. But guess what? It could start with us. It could start with us today, and we can be a positive impact to other people. Start a let's help movement. Let's like just figure out what you need next and just have the courage. Jesus told Joshua many times, God told Joshua many times, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous if you can only be strong and courageous. So I urge you today to be strong and courageous and pick up that phone. You can join the Mindset Gym. That's a program that I have personally where I help walk people through and keep consistent so they can control their thinking so it doesn't spin the loop. It's 10 bucks a month. We spend more on that on food and clothing. You know, check it out. It's uh, uh, someone will post the link, Mindset Gym. And you can actually be behind closed doors. You can, not, you can be anonymous and still get your help. So if you're fearful of people judging you, you can be anonymous. And I took extra time today because I'm really exhorting to you guys to stand up for your life. Get off that rusty nail that's in your butt and you're complaining and saying, ow, oh, it hurts, ow, oh, it hurts. Does it hurt bad enough to get up and pull it out and go do what you got to do? So always remember, you have one life to so make it count and navigate on purpose. Thank you guys so much for joining. We'll see you tomorrow for Thought Catch Thursday, where we'll be talking more about our thought catches. Um, and, uh, and I honor you guys. Thank you guys so much for all your participation. I love it. I love it. I love it. Stay connected on the YouTube channel. You'll see all the previous episodes and the topics tune in and share it. Take a moment right now. Click that share button. Let me know that you've shared because it, it may just be another blessing to somebody else. Somebody right now could be borderline. Should I, or should not? Should I call them or shouldn't I call them? Should I seek help? Somebody may be right now on the borderline and it can cost them their life. If you just click a share button and they get a message like this and they get the courage to go do something about it, you can stop them from suicide. You can stop them from jeopardizing their life. That's the power we have with this little share button and this wonderful thing called social media. So God bless you guys. Have a beautiful, blessed day. It's Wonder Wednesday at the Wake Up and Live Show, and we will see you tomorrow for Thought Catch Thursday. Take care and have a blessed one. Thank you for listening to the Wake Up and Live Show. We stand for a purpose, mind mastery, and truth. Expect to be shifted. If this program has impacted you in any way, shape, or form, if it's hit your spirit in a powerful way, or allowed you to do or to think differently, please hashtag CS Impact. Our CSI team has a goal to reach 1,000 lives by the end of this year, and this is a great way for us to monitor our impact. This program is being sponsored to you by ClearTheCrapKit.com. 
For those of you who want to be released from your emotional burdens and break free from your emotional baggage and really overcome your stinking thinking so we can stay focused on our goal and our lives and our God-given purpose. Get your Clear the Crap Kit today. Always remember, you have one life. Make it count and navigate on purpose.